Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Voice America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. Since this is a show about PR, marketing, and branding, and talking about reflecting the news and what's in the news and how to exploit the news and how to use social media platforms and Internet tools and apps to kind of benefit in connecting to events in whatever you do, I thought I'd invite Robert Grossman onto the show, who is an Internet media guru from Focus Creative. Thank you for joining us, Robert. It's a pleasure to be here, Cindy. Thank you. Well, you're very, very welcome. You're a veteran guest. You've been on before, but so much has proliferated since the last time you've been on the show. Yes, the, uh, the industry keeps on changing, and uh, it's, a, it's a constant uh, challenge and fun to keep up with it. It is. So let's, let's talk about, we, you know, you are um, a presentation expert and a production expert. Um, let's talk about some of your favorite tools, and that can be very general, and then we could zoom in on different areas of expertise and capabilities and things that you find really neat to use, okay? Sure. Can we start mostly with social media first, and we can expand out from there? Sure, we could definitely start with social media and expand out from there because what a lot of people don't understand is a lot of what the Internet provides as, um, you know, as sort of organic services, meaning free. I mean, sometimes there's an upsell and sometimes there's a small, you know, a, a small premium charge and sometimes if you're doing something larger, it's an opportunity for the people on the other side of the Internet to make money, but... A lot of people don't understand that social media platforms are connected to a lot of these tools in many ways. So um, that's kind of a general statement, and I'll let you address that from there. Well, I'll kind of carry on with, with the uh, with the metaphor. You know, the, the internet's been called the information superhighway, and um, and we have superhighways all around the world. But we need to travel on those highways in certain ways. We need to have a, a car or we need to have a bus or something to travel. And really, social media provides the, 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 ve- the various vehicles for us to access and take advantage of the information superhighway. And, and we, many people think social media is just Twitter and Facebook and, and LinkedIn. But really, there's, just, there's so much more because a lot of these social media tools are now have become embedded within everyday tools that we use all the time. For example, um, recently the, the newsletter distribution service that I, I used uh, a couple months ago 
incorporated social media into its platform. So, so now it can, it can spread, it can share people beyond my network. You know, the eight or 9,000 people in my database can now share that content across their networks as well, too. And it's also being used in, in, in video. We just uh, recently did a, a web broadcast, another tool, right, using the, a broadcasting platform to transmit data over the Internet. But once again, a lot of the social media tools have been hooked into this, this platform. So as I'm watching the presentation, I can then share it with other people in my network as well, too, depending on what kind of networks I'm, I'm, I'm involved in. Personally, over the past, um, I don't know, four or five months, I've been taking a good hard look at my efforts and where I'm spending time. You asked me what are some of my favorite tools to use in social media. And, um, and I'm, I'm going back to actually the one that I started with, which is LinkedIn um, for, for my, my business. I'm still doing other, other tools, using other platforms, but for, for me, um, I'm, I'm refocusing my efforts on, on using LinkedIn and a lot of the tools that are hooked into LinkedIn as well, too. Well, LinkedIn is a good microcosm. Listen, LinkedIn and Facebook both are great microcosms because the tools are all there for you. They're easy to see. As you and I know from coaching business people in social media, Twitter, it's not as pretty as a platform unless you're using an app, you know, which, you know, Twitter is probably one of the only social media sites where it's easier and recommended to put, like, you know, a pretty face on it by downloading an app like TweetDeck, whereas right. LinkedIn and Facebook really have all of these wonderful tools just easy to find at your fingertips, whether it's video or share or attach a link or um, even WordPress. I mean, it, everything's there if you look for it, isn't it? It sure is. It sure is. In fact, uh, as, I, as I speak on the topic, the n- number one question that comes up, especially from busy executives is where do you find the time how do you access all these different networks and and when i when i show them when i map out how they don't need to spend so much time in every single network that they actually link together they they feed each other if you will um, that you can you can really begin to create some very rich robust programs or rather platforms for people so I don't go to six different locations to update my keep my LinkedIn profile up to date. Um, I, I actually I actually cross, if you will, I cross feed them or I cross pollinate the various platforms. So I'm I'm actually leveraging my time. So with LinkedIn, for example, I whenever I I, I blog, it's immediately added to my LinkedIn profile, which which then helps me be found on LinkedIn better. It actually um, you know because my content's constantly being refreshed. As I, as I tweet or even as I update things on, on Facebook, my LinkedIn profile is being updated as well as my Twitter profile and my fan site on, on Facebook. So, By the um, way, you should know that the latest news that came from CNN's reporters this week and the reporters that cover technology, um, it is suggested that tweeters do not connect to LinkedIn because they should be two separate mediums, and I'm just sharing this with you since these are people of significance and newsworth. Um, they've done studies, and they just think that the stuff, the stuff that you can build content with on Twitter is probably sometimes very different from the stuff with what you should build content with on LinkedIn, and that when a person constantly tweets, 
um, it can be somewhat annoying to LinkedIn recipients to get updated all the time if you have the settings done that way. So oh, okay. I learned that lesson, and I took my tweets down from LinkedIn. I mean, nobody ever dropped me from LinkedIn, but, you know, I've had a lot of people say to me, I really enjoy your tweets, and I wonder if that really meant, well, it's really annoying to see your tweets all day. So it's just <laughs> like the news that I'm sharing with you in the industry, yeah. something to, you know, discuss, play around with, um, interpret, think about. Sure, sure. Well, that's very interesting because you and I use tweet Twitter differently. Um, I'm not a I'm not an avid tweeter. I don't tweet um, you know, I don't tweet on a regular basis. That's just my personal personal. Um, well, that's why it's probably okay for you okay to do it. Me, right? And I'm a, yeah. and I'm sort of a, you know a chronic tweeter. Exactly, exactly. So, so it, I think that that has to be taken into account. If you're tweeting absolutely. the same things that you would put on LinkedIn anyway. It's probably okay because you're not tweeting as often. Exactly, exactly, and that really that, that that's a great point, Cindy, because um, we have to look at how we use these tools, the target audiences we're going after, and what we want to accomplish with these tools. So, for for myself, again, I, I'm not an avid tweeter. Um, I I tweet maybe you know once or twice a day, and I'm usually tweeting out something that's on my blog or something along those lines. And so it's okay for me to hook that, that in. You're absolutely correct. If I was tweeting more, I, at one point I was tweeting a lot more, and that would and my my, my social media consultant, the person who was helping me, my assistant, actually took down Twitter, and she said you can't do both because I was overpopulating uh, my LinkedIn page. And in but fact, see, the great thing careful. about social media is those of us that even that consider ourselves enthusiasts and use it a lot for what we do for a living. It changes so fast. So I think that we all have to be open. The rules change. So we might be talking at a seminar three years ago, and the rules are going to be different now than they may have been three years ago. The basics are still the same, but an enthusiast usually keeps up with the trends and figure out, and it's going to constantly evolve. It's evolving as we speak. We don't know what we're going to see with social networks you know, over the next three years, and nobody really, really knows when there might be some fees for the services rather than free services, and there's all kinds of debate about that, and one of the things that you and I always tell people, Robert, is like, while it's free, (laughs) exploit it, right? (laughs) Well, just the other day in the LA Times, there was an article about tweeters now looking for their revenue model again. They're trying to figure out how to charge for it, so make some money from it. They'll probably always have a free service that they're looking for different ways to upgrade people, just like LinkedIn has done. They're looking, you know, LinkedIn recently got a, a free promotion to become a LinkedIn premium member for three months. Um, I haven't seen that type of promotion come through LinkedIn ever, I don't think. So well, I don't know. If I think I've seen it. I'm one of the few people that um, pay the 19.99 a month, I, you know, to be sort of a premium member. I don't really know what I get. Maybe you could tell me in upcoming segments, <laughs> but... Um, because it works for me, I'm afraid not to do it because I'm afraid that something won't be optimized. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the way that the paying for, for LinkedIn um, adds many benefits. One of the areas, and this is, I'm, gonna, I'm going to, um, uh, what's the word? I'm, I'm, I don't pay for it. I probably should based on what I'm about to share with you. Oh, yeah, maybe, no, please. <laughs> maybe after this call I will sign up for the premium service. Um, I, I found one of the most pre, one of the powerful services or tools on LinkedIn is finding people, locating people, whether you know them or not. And one of my favorite stories to share about LinkedIn is when I was traveling to New York. Uh, this is about a year ago, and I knew I had some time in Manhattan 
um, in between appointments. And one of my big clients is uh, one of the professional services firms, Deloitte. So I thought, you know, while I'm in New York, I'm going to see if I can meet some other senior marketing managers in New York just to establish a relationship. I wasn't sure how to go about that. So I went into LinkedIn and I did a search. And I, I searched for um, senior marketing manager, current position, Deloitte, current company. And then I chose a, a zip code in Manhattan and I pressed go. And I had, so I had a, a very large number of people and it was too big of a number. At that point, actually a year ago, I was paying for it. There's a little button in LinkedIn that when you pay, um, I think it's called in. I'm not sure. And on your profile, it has a little color wheel up by your name. And that, that means that you are welcoming um, uh, calls or interests or emails from other LinkedIn members. The little identification that says, I'm into it. I'm, you can contact me. Please feel free to reach out to me. That is something that you have when you're a premium member. What that allowed me to do at that time, I think I'm going to sign up again, Cindy, after we're done this call. <laughs> what that allowed me to do at this time was take that large number of people and narrow it down to not only to uh, people who, who somebody I knew knew, so there was that connection, but somebody who was also willing and has identified themselves as somebody who's willing to be connected to other people on LinkedIn. And um, so that was, a, that was a huge benefit and worth every penny. That's one of the benefits you get. Okay, well, we can talk, let's talk about more of the benefits after we come back from this sure. commercial break. And by the way, if you're tweeting, um, Robert, I think you have my old tweet address, which is Krakowitz. I am now at Brandmouth. Um, and I'll, I have your tweet handle, too. So let's stand by. We could talk to each other. Don't go away. Come back right after these commercials. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Women in business today face many challenges in advancing their careers and reaching their goals. There are corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and business owners that have made their mark in business. Now you can learn their secrets and tips. Listen to Women Mean Business as your host, Bonnie Marcus, explores how to thrive in the business environment, navigate the workplace, and climb the corporate ladder. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and effectively promote yourself today. 
Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back, and we're with Robert Grossman, Focus Creative, and we're talking about social media, Internet tools, creativity, all kinds of things of which Robert does for a living. Robert, why don't you give a shout-out to your website? Sure. Our website is www.focuscreative.com. Dot com. That's F-O-C-U-S-C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E dot com. Well, there you go. Well, we were talking about the benefits of paying the premium for LinkedIn before, and you talked about the check-in benefit in the last segment, which, um, you know, kind of gives a green light to people to, you know, call you when you're in town or uh, lets people know publicly where you are. But now Twitter... And Facebook certainly have those check-in apps as well, but you don't have to pay for them. Am I correct? Yes, and, and let's just clarify for a moment. Let's go back. It's not really a check-in app on LinkedIn. Um, it's, uh, it's, just, it's, a, it's called In. They call it In. And it's, it's just a, a little icon that pops up that you are agreeing to be um, contacted. So it doesn't, it, if you want to do the check-in um, app on, on LinkedIn, that's something else you have to load, and that's also free. Thank you for the clarification sure, on that. Absolutely. I, um, you know, it's it's very confusing to a lot of people out there with the in <laughs> yeah. and the check-in. Yeah. So a lot of people um, use it on a regular basis. Hi, I checked in at Spectrum. Hi, I right, checked in right. at this restaurant. Hi, right. I checked in. Sometimes, you know, what's kind of interesting though is sometimes the person that checks everybody in, some people don't want to don't want the world to know where they are publicly. <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I see advantages and disadvantages, and I think it's going back to your comment about do you do you link Twitter into into to LinkedIn? I mean, at what point does it become overkill where people stop listening to it, and at what point is it really an advantage? If I were at a, if I were going to a trade show um, in in Las Vegas, I, I'd want people to know that I was there because if I have colleagues or friends there, then maybe we can hook up at some point. No, but I don't know if people care. It, I, you know what? Again, it goes back to what you said. It's no, you have to use judgment. Listen, before we were in an electronic world, people had to use judgment too. You know, That's right. I mean, so it's um, it's just that everything is live, and you have to take the upside with the downside. When you're public, you're public, <laughs> and uh, you know, you're, there's you know, there's benefits and there's detriments. So you remember, 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 remember way, way back when? I mean, in internet world, time world, we did that. That uh, uh, panel for the you know that, that professional group, pro provisors, and one of the things that we kept on telling people is, you know, if you put it out there, you better be willing for it to be on the front page of the LA Times. It's the same thing. It's out, out, out in the world. You're, you're, you're now public. public. It's as public as it can be. And yeah. listen, I think that when we did that panel, Robert, in uh, 
think it was 2009, I'm pretty sure, June 2009, <laughs> um, there were a lot of people in our group provisors that really weren't even using LinkedIn. And after we had that event, I think that we converted everybody into using LinkedIn except for maybe one or two. And, I, you know, having a 98%, you know, 99% conversion with people who are really afraid of using a platform on the Internet um, to people really getting into it, we see who they are every day by checking into the provider's group. Absolutely. I mean, that's pretty amazing. We gave them enough information to inspire them and make them feel confident. Absolutely. And I am, I am really happy to say that when I first started speaking about this, about that time, your numbers were exactly correct. I would say that probably 80% of the room was not, uh, either if they were signed up on LinkedIn or, or Facebook, they weren't using it and their profiles were 20% complete. And I'd say that within, within six months after that, that workshop, the numbers began to flip where more people were, were using it. And, and now I would say that if I walk into a room of, of professionals, um, it would be very rare to find anybody who's not using it. They may not know how to use it completely. They still may be confused about it. They may be a little bit afraid of it. Um, they may be concerned around the time and, and how to make all this stuff work together. But I do believe everybody is now really seeing the value. And what I'm seeing happening is people are now beginning to choose their platforms. They're beginning to spend more time in a specific area because they're starting to learn about where their customers and where their prospects are, which I find to be exciting as well, too. No, it is. There's nothing better. There's no better sell that you could have for yourself on your profile when you have some really great live recommendations on your LinkedIn page. It's... um, you know the old you know the old question was if somebody wanted to hire you was okay and you know can we have some references and now you could say to people you know you could look at my linkedin page exactly. and you could pick you could choose to converse with any one of those references that you want yep yep and no, um you know it it really makes a difference in terms of when a person is recruiting for a service or a job mm-hmm. you know gets who's going to really pop up first it's the one that has you know, some really meaty recommendations and a really meaty, easy-to-read profile with power words at the top. Not a lot of color commentary, but just getting those keywords in of what you do and why you're an expert in that area, right? Absolutely. Cindy, may I I share a a success story of LinkedIn? Of course. Very exciting. Um, I don't know, around three, four months ago, there was some conversation going on about video and Somebody wrote a comment, I love using video, and you know that I love producing video. And I wrote a comment back saying, I love video too. That's all I said. I love video too. About three weeks later, I get a, a, uh, an, an email within LinkedIn from this person who said, you know, I, I saw your comment to my comment about how you love video. We are now in the process of planning our strategy for 2011 will you please come in and meet with me? We're, we're both in L.A. Come in and meet with me, and I just want to just see how you can help us. Well, it was a major technology company. Now, it hasn't turned into a project yet. I am absolutely confident it will in the very, very near future. But that connection well, yeah, would have never been made if it wasn't for LinkedIn. Never. We never met this person. Well, not never, but, you know, uh, it, was, it was right that he looked at my profile, saw my background, was able to to see some of the work we've done, and it was a, there, was, there was a certain connection that was already created because of LinkedIn. Oh, and, I, and I think that's true. I, I have quite a few success stories, too, and it's really people who are seeking people with a certain amount of 
years of experience in my particular field and listen, I don't know if it's really good to brag to be old, but you know, I have probably a lot more experience than a lot of others in my field, right? Right. right. So, um I find that, you know, the years and the ability to um list impressive tenures with well-known organizations um has been really really beneficial to me and it's kind of made me a link magnet because um, you know, people are always asking if I would connect with them on LinkedIn. There was a time where I was very proactive in, you know, in connecting with others when I was building my profile and I wanted to make sure that I got to that 500 number. And, Robert, I have to give you credit for that because, you know, you once I think you said at our seminar that 500-plus makes people look powerful. <laughs> and um, so I, I was really obsessed with that. But now that I got to the 500-plus, I really don't, proactively expand the names myself. I mean, they're kind of coming to me, and that's really cool. That's great. That's great. And I guess that's that's linked fever. Anything else in terms of premiums and LinkedIn and what the benefits might be? We could move on. We have so many other. Yeah, no, let's, let's move on. I mean, there's, there's, some, there's some other benefits, and um, it, you can customize your profile. You can see who was searching for you. And, um, and I know that LinkedIn is going to continue to enhance the benefits because they need to move to a revenue model. They really, really do. And um, listen, when you have when you have millions, nineteen ninety nine a month isn't a small. A lot of money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. I mean, it's nothing to sneeze at. So, yeah. okay. Well, tell me what your other favorite. You know, your you, you know, you were talking about the superhighway. Mm-hmm. You know, and I guess when you're driving on the superhighway, you could look for signs of things that you could use for your benefit. Tell me what you use. Um, I am. I'm using a lot of video now. Um, the the trend right now is is to is to produce short, spiffy videos that draw people to your, your website or or to a, to a to a web page of some sort or to get you to call. And um, and I I think that that properly produced video on the internet is incredibly powerful. In fact, I think it's it's uh, it's going to continue to to grow. Um, I think that we're going to continue to see people who are going to produce content that's going to really communicate, and you're going to see a lot of stuff out there that, that is not communicating. And uh, the, the trend has been in the past to take out your little tiny camera or your web camera on your, on your PC or, or Mac and produce content. And I, I think you're going to start seeing some of that go away as well as the sophistication increases. Um, there, there aren't, you know, the, the, the major, the major platforms for video out there. Everybody knows YouTube, and there's, there's probably a, a dozen other significant platforms out there. Some of them are in areas of specialty. Um, it, it, that if you're, if you're in a certain niche market, you may want to seek out platforms for that. Um, there's a, there's a tool that's also a free tool. You can also pay for it. Um, it's called Tube Mogul. Tube Mogul. Dot com and um, what again it's a it's a it's a it's a tool that that helps um, save you time so to mobile you can link into or connect to the various video sharing sites and upload a video to one or probably up to a couple dozen different sites at the same time one click of the mouse and you can also include all the meta tags at one time as well too so now you're not going to every site uploading your video um, if you are a professional or if you want to get more information, you can pay for TubeMogul. Well, first of all, free, you do get some reporting, um, analytics, on how your videos are doing. And if you pay for it, you can then 
Um, also, you get more de- in-depth reporting. And did you say that YouTube? Did you mention uh, alternatives to YouTube? In oh, I, I didn't yet. Yet um, there's the some of the big ones. Obviously, there's 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 um, you know Yahoo Video, Google Video, uh, Microsoft Video. There's some of the, the big ones. There's Meta Cafe, which is another big one. Um, I like using one called Vimeo. V i m e o dot com. Um, I, I like them because they they provide some tools. Uh, widgets, if you will, that you can put together a playlist and embed that widget on your web page or on a blog page or something like that, and people can scroll through and see various vi- videos. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you tweet, since we're, sure. I'm talking about Robert Grossman being on the show on Twitter, why don't you tweet about your favorite video app so that everybody can see it and then we could have more people we'll come back and listen to the show. We have to take another break, Robert. Okay. So stand by, don't go away, learn more about the creative stops on the superhighway from Robert Grossman, Focus Creative. Don't go away. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At BR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. BR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Get free 
advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of PR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We are back, and we are talking about the magical tools that you could find on the Internet superhighway. If you just look for them, you'll find them, and most of them are pretty easy to use. Robert Grossman, Focus Creative, is sharing with us some of his favorites, and we were just talking about video sites to mogul, posted up on Twitter. You could look at at Robert Grossman and you know, see what he has to say. You know, Robert, I, I know that you're a fan of using videos. I know that your company um, is known for, you know, producing really, really good videos, um, whether it's for promotion or for presentation, um, multiple uses. Um, and, you know, that's definitely a great area of expertise. The other area I think that you're familiar with, too, is how video can be used for conferencing um, as it never was available before. And most people are familiar with Skype because it's used for personal use more than any other service. But, um, you know, listen, we didn't discuss the fact that you could actually, um, you know, produce a meeting via, you know, um, GoTo or whatever the meeting site is um, and actually have a conference with people around the world um, very, very um, soundly. Do you want to add anything to that? Absolutely. In fact, we just did one yesterday. Okay. Um, our, just, so just to set the stage, um, I, I'm not going to be speaking about or I don't really use the platforms like GoToMeeting and, um, and WebEx for what I do. Those are more collaboration tools. Typically when I get involved in web broadcasting, it is, it is to simulate, just like you said, to simulate or to expand a meeting. The, the term that is, that is being used now is hybrid meetings, hybrid meetings. And how it's being used is that you can, you can have a, a, a meeting someplace, anywhere, and then over the Internet now, you can, you can broadcast that meeting to anybody in the world who has access to the Internet. And there are, are several, several tools and several ways of doing that. In the past, it was all done via, via satellite, um, and that was more point-to-point. It was very expensive, very time-consuming. Um, you know, it just took a lot to, to do it, and it's still a, a wonderful platform to do it that way. But now with, with web broadcasting platforms, we're now able to take a meeting, um, use video from the meeting, whether it's live, mean, mean shooting the, the speakers on stage, uh, video roles and graphics, PowerPoint, audio, and encode that, meaning take all those feeds, put them into another computer, and that computer streams it out to the Internet where people can watch it live and also feedback, meaning um, send questions back to a moderator, polls can be sent out, and it is similar to them being in the room. They're just watching it on their, on their desktop. And do you have a favorite program for that? If you said it, I kind of went out for a second. Oh, no, I, I didn't. I, I didn't say it. It's, uh, the company that I partner with right now is called Sonic Foundry. Um, they're, they're out in uh, Michigan. Um, they're a, a wonderful organization. Um, they're they're my, my partner of choice, my technology partner of choice to make this happen. 
And um, what we did yesterday was a little bit unique. It was a hybrid of the hybrid. Um, one of my clients just did a, uh, a kickoff meeting, and we videotaped it and produced a video. And now there's CEOs traveling around the world, and they want to run um, the, the meeting as if it was happening live on the Internet. So let me just distinguish real quickly. On demand, Cindy, if you and I go and log on to an on-demand presentation and we log on five minutes apart from each other, we're going to both start at the very beginning of the presentation, but we're going to be five minutes off. With this new technology, if I log in at 10 and you log in at 10.05, that meeting is actually going to be five minutes in progress. So it's a, it's a live stream that people can join and, and be watching the meeting at the same exact time. Why is that important? It's important because if you're launching something, you can have everybody watching at the same exact time. And then after, for my client, what they did is after that meeting, they directed people to a teleconference bridge so then they can have Q&A and ask questions. Very powerful. Um, yesterday it was done across Europe. Um, we're going to be doing Asia next, and then the week after next we're going to be doing the Americas. So it's a, a rebroadcast, if you will, of a hybrid of a hybrid. Well, that's well. Yeah, that's um, that sounds great. Anything, anybody could be on TV. What are the charges <laughs> for these? I know, that, you know, how do they range? I think if you have a partnership with a company like you mentioned, you probably have some kind of billing system. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, when you get to this level, not nothing's free at this. Level. Yeah, no. Well, that's why I wanted my <laughs> listeners to understand. Um, if you can't share the exact cost, approximate cost, or range of costs. Sure, and sure. you're doing this conferencing kind of stuff. And, sure. you know, you could have basic Skype, and basic Skype is free, but we know that's very limiting. Yeah, and, and, and uh, there, are, there are people that are using Skype, and now they're actually using U- YouTube does have a broadcasting module that they've been, I don't know if they've launched it yet, but they've been testing it. Um, you know, and, uh, and, and it, it works. You don't get the quality uh, that you get through this type of a company because you're going through massive, you're going through servers that are being shared by a lot of people. Um, and this also requires certain technology to be on site. So, you know, just to just to start, for example, Cindy, you know, the, the the platform typically costs about six seven hundred dollars a day to rent, and then you need a technician that knows how to run it. Um, and then if you're there's two different choices. There's there's live, um, and live live can get get a little bit costly. But when you start looking at the cost of bringing people together and airplanes and hotel fees and and lost opportunity with travel time. Um, the cost justification is, is, is there um, very, very quickly. I don't know what I don't can't quote the live right now. What's really cool about these technologies is that once you record it, you can also make the meeting available for on-demand viewing afterwards, and that's very economical. Like maybe uh, I'm talking maybe sixty, seventy dollars a month, and um, and you can allow ten people at the same exact time can watch it on demand. Um, but that can go up to allowing hundreds of people to watch it on demand. So it really depends on on what what your needs are. The other side of it, though, which I must let your your listeners know about, is that there's there's two sides to the equation because we're talking about video now. So it's still cliche: garbage in, garbage out. You also right. have to take into consideration the production costs. So if you're having a meeting and you want to broadcast it, you have to have the right type of cameras and lighting and sound. So it's not an inexpensive. This is outside of the normal free Internet model, but the quality is fantastic and the, um, the power of it are bringing people together, especially with the cost of travel going up and the time spent in airports is fantastic. But, you know, again, whatever the cost may be, I think that it's worth it. 
Totally. Because um, you really can just be there. I remember um, at Playboy Enterprises, we used it very primitively because this is about, you know, 15 years ago. So it was a long time ago. And as you know, Playboy Enterprises had offices in around the world, but we had to tie New York, L.A., and Chicago together a lot because that's where, you know, the top management teams were based. And it was just like, I remember the first time that we did it, it was slow and there was, uh, you know, there was like a significant sound delay between what was being said and when the voice got broadcast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it just gave us an insight as to how people wouldn't have to travel and how companies that had, you know, different offices around the world can mm-hmm. save so much money because, you know, a company like Playboy, when you had executives in different geographic locations from publishing and the entertainment group in corporate in Chicago, um, you could imagine how much cost was, you know, w- were eaten up through mandatory meeting flights. Yes, yes. So well, I've got a professional services firm. You know, people bill by their hours at the big consulting firms. Now you're talking about all that lost opportunity time and travel that they no longer have. So, no, no, I, it's, I, it's I, really, I, it's I, really become quite. Do you have? I know that you mentioned um, a strategic alliance that you had, but there's also sites that you can make appointments, video conference appointments, go, by going to www. You have any favorites of those or? Um, no, not really. Uh, most of those again are, are more for collaboration. Um, we put. We're going to share your desktop. Uh, and and uh, do a presentation on your desktop. Like meetings.com or you know, whatever. Yeah, I've, I've shied away from those personally because it's not what my clients want. Yeah, they want, yeah, no, and I understand that. It works good for, it works well for some, not necessarily for others. And then, of course, you know, you have the web, webinar um, potentials that are made available through the Internet as well. I know, you know, you've been involved in a couple of them. Um, they, they're pretty easy to operate as well. They're very easy to operate. Um, you know, the, the big ones right now are GoToMeeting and WebEx. And, and they're very powerful for doing, if you're doing a workshop, very powerful. And I know that you could, again, in the upsell, you could have a person, a live person, actually hold you together via telephone to monitor mm-hmm. how many people are coming in and do a 54321 of when you start. I mean, you know, it could get, you know, pretty production-like. They can get that way, yes. So, now, um, going, going back to the other one, I, you know, I just thought of an idea that I don't know why I didn't give it before, but how to incorporate Twitter into the live web broadcasts. And that is to create a Twitter channel for the people on the broadcast so they can interact with each other as well during the web broadcast. And then as the moderator, you can begin to feel, get a tone of what people are saying and be able to change the direction of the conference if you want to. Right now, I don't think that they have it via broadcast. It's just via electronic. Yes. So when people have tweet casts, I mean, unless I'm missing something. The no, I'm, I'm talking about incorporating the two together. No, I, I think that would be great. I, yeah. You know, you see all day long that people arrange for, you know, tweet talks, right? Mm-hmm. You know, pound lunch, and then you get all kinds of people, journ chats. and I mean, there's chat rooms <laughs> going on all day. Right, right. Um, but it's just very interesting because you just see a whole bunch of people talking in 140 characters about a specific subject. But it goes <laughs> back and forth. Germ Chat is one of the best. You should check it out. I mean, Which one? Germ Chat? 
Jern Chat, Pound Jern Chat. It's Monday nights live, um, 5 o'clock Eastern time, so it's 2 o'clock Pacific time. And what you have are PR professionals, social media professionals, and press journalists all talking about recent developments. It's, um, it's really, really great. A PR genius by the name of Sarah Evans came up with it, and it's one of the best that I've ever seen. Well, listen, we're coming to the end of this segment, Robert. You know, you remember these shows go really, really fast, and then you wonder why, where are the hours going to go? But we have to take the next commercial break, so think about some of the other fun tools that you like to use for the last segment. And we thank Robert Grossman from Focus Creative for sharing with us his enthusiasm for social media standby. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. one 472 5787 That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Hi, we're back in our final segment with Robert Grossman, Focus Creative, talking about all kinds of toys and tools and fun things that you could find when you're traveling the Internet highway and really keep your eyes open because you really can find 
anything. And if you have any doubt, you could just go to www.google.com and say, I need an app too, and you'd be surprised <laughs> what you can get. You can't any longer say, I don't know how to do it, because if you ask Google a question or Bing or whatever your preferred um, you know, um, research search engine might be, you could find anything. Isn't that right, Robert? Absolutely. Um, in, in fact, uh, um, I just made a switch to a, to a different platform on my computer, uh, the Mac, and, and I've had a couple of number of you know, small questions that I thought were just the most innocuous little questions, and boom, there's the answers. It's, uh, I mean, you really wonderful. you could ask anything and get an answer. You don't no, really need no. to be unsure anymore. Even you could say, I don't know how to upload a photo on Facebook, just for so the fun. very simple. Yeah. And it will take you to Facebook's photo guide. And may mm-hmm. I add that Facebook changes its interface so often that a lot of people <laughs> who don't adjust very, very quickly to slight changes, when in doubt, just look, you know, look in Google or about, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, in fact, I just saw an email yesterday come through that Facebook is going to be adding something to their, 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 um, their platform, which is really important, actually, because uh, one of the – things that we are seeing more and more, unfortunately, is people are breaking into people's Facebook accounts and they're, they're spamming stuff. And, um, and Facebook just announced that they're going to be adding um, the S to the HTTPS, which makes it secure. And uh, that just came out yesterday, and we don't know when it's going to come out exactly, but um, I want your users, your viewers, listeners to keep an eye out for that and when it comes out to turn that on. And, it, and you said it's S like in snake? Snake, yeah, yeah. If you go to a, any credit card processing site or anywhere that that's a secured site, you'll notice that the HTTP has an S at the end, and that's for secure. And um, and right now, uh, a lot of the social media sites do not have that. But excuse me, but Facebook is going to be announcing that uh, they announced that they're going to be doing it, and um, and it should be rolling out sometime in the near future. So well, I think that's you know a lot of people have questions about privacy. Yes. Um, you know, and you and I, like we said at the beginning of the show, um, whatever your privacy settings might be, and you know, you can keep private, and you can keep people from seeing certain feeds and whatnot. But at the end of the day, Facebook owns your information right now. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. so even if your photos are private, it doesn't mean that one day. I mean, Facebook has no guarantees that there that these ghosts, as you'll call them, which means you could put it up as an image and then take it down. It still exists as a ghost in Facebook's archives. And um, right now, Facebook really does own everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so you asked about what toys and things I like to, to use. Before I, I go there, I know we're almost running out of time. I, I think it's important that we also, as experts, Cindy, that you and I also warn people and caution people about doing certain things. And, um, and I've seen a, a trend, albeit very, very small, but I've seen a trend of some people bringing down their own websites and moving their websites to Facebook. And, um, and I, I, I know that there is a reason to do this, but in my opinion, <clears throat> excuse me, the reasons not to do it so far outweigh the reasons to do it. And that is because Facebook can change direction whenever they want to, and you won't own that content anymore. I think that's such a good point, Robert, and I know that is really, really a good point, and I'm really glad that you said that. There's a lot of people that I'm working with that wanted to take advantage of the Facebook web tools, Mm -hmm. and I did not embrace it. (laughs) Yeah. Keep it separate. Keep it separate. (laughs) 
for now anyway. I mean, you never know how things are going to change, but it's very right. important to, for people to understand that Facebook is constantly developing and changing the rules every day. And you know what? They can. It's free. They're providing a service. He's building a business. We all read in the newspapers and saw, you know, the movie. So, um, you know, but please talk about some of your favorite apps and tools and toys. Um, I'm I'm now looking at a lot of new apps on my my mobile device. I I, I switched from a BlackBerry to an Android-based phone, and um, and I'm now using Skype on my on my Android phone. And I loaded Hootsuite up there, which is another tool to help um, make uh, Twitter more more powerful. And, uh, and so now I I can be in a conference, or I could have a a brilliant idea someplace. And I don't have to wait to get back to my office to, to share that. Now, I know that's not new. We've been doing that for a while. What's, what's amazing to me is the proliferation of tools that are now available on our mobile devices that allow us to stay connected and access the network really easily and, and, and share information. Um, and, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to um, – before I talk – I don't really – you know, Cindy, I, don't, I actually have moved away from a lot of the favorite, favorite tools and – what I what I'm really looking at these days is where are my customers, and um, and so I shift the amount of time that I spend in in di- different areas. Um, for my business, um, I realize that LinkedIn is the place to be. For other people's businesses, especially if they're more business to customer related, they may want to spend more time on on Facebook and other other more micro sites or micro um, micro social media sites that that will attract people that are their their audience. Um, I, I know that I also tend to spend time in groups, I'd say, let's say on LinkedIn, not where my fellow video producers hang out, but rather the target clients that I want to meet and, and also those communities that I want to build relationship in. So some people might say, well, why do you spend time on, the, our, you know, on our mutual group called Provisors? You already know people there. Well, I want those people to know more about me. And that's where they're hanging out on the internet as well, too. So I, I look for opportunities to reinforce my brand, reinforce my offerings, reinforce what I do, help people. It's a big part. People don't realize that social media is really about giving. You give stuff away. You help people, and it will come back to you in just volumes, just volumes. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's true. It, you know, it's... I think that it's so funny, the group that we belong to, Provisors and social media sites are really the same thing. You give, you mm-hmm. give, you give, and then you get back. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, any others? I have to wrap up the show really sure. soon, and I have sure. to let my engineer know that while I'm supposed to be the social media guru, for some reason or another, my, a- my AM is frozen. So I'm watching, <laughs> I'm trying desperately to communicate about the countdown on the show and I can't see what he's saying because <laughs> I am when <laughs> yeah, um, I'll, I'll just wrap up my, my comment by, just by saying, by, you know, be creative, think outside the box. There are so many different ways to, to use this, this technology to enhance both your, your life and your business and your customers' businesses, and it's, just, it's really about thinking outside the box and being creative. Well, thinking outside the box, but then having the ability without intimidation to look how you could find those tools outside the box. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And, I and you know, for example, on LinkedIn, if you want to, some people may not know where to go on LinkedIn to add uh, various tools, for example. And maybe I'll just share that 
as a closing comment as well, too, let people know where to go. Oh, are we out of time? Well, I think that they are <laughs> shutting us down, Robert, okay. so you'll have to come on another show. I want to thank you for joining us on Voice America. Everybody have a great day. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. I am an American idol. I got synthetic I kill my mother to get out of the TV screen. I am a death row psychic.